If you've left school, want to change career, or are ready to return to the world of work, make a genius decision and become an apprentice. You learn a wage, receive hands-on training and gain a nationally recognized qualification. You'll also develop the skills that businesses need now and in the future. Find out what an apprenticeship can do for you and your career. Search Apprenticeships Wales Genius Decision or call 0800 028 48 44. This campaign is part funded by the European Social Fund through the Welsh Government. Local music. Local music. Local talent. Local talent. This is Wrexham All Stars with Nathan Saxton on Premier Radio. Hello everybody. Welcome. Wrexham All Stars again. Here we go for another fun-filled packed show for you. I've got an interview with Terry Clark Coyne, a local Irish musician. I've got an interview playing a couple of his songs for you a bit later on as well. Obviously, we've got some more of What Gets On Your Thruppany Bits coming up. Love reading them. Be reading a few out of them for you very, very shortly. But before we do, I think uh, as I'm uh, interviewing an Irish musician, why not have an Irish theme? So today, the show, every song you hear will be from an Irish musician. And we're going to kick things off now with me mum's favourite, and this is Westlife, I Have a Dream. I have a dream, a song to sing. To help me cope with anything If you see the wonder of the fairy tale You can take the future even if you fail
rains came Down in the hollow Playing a new game Laughing and running, hey, hey Skipping and jumping In the misty morning fog with Our hearts that thumping And you, my brown-eyed girl Tuesday and so slow Gone down the old man with a transistor radio Standing in the sunlight laughing Hiding high the rainbow's wall Slipping and sliding All along the waterfall with you My brown-eyed girl We used to sing sha la 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 just like that sha la 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 You have grown Cast my memory back there a lot Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about Making love in the green grass Behind the stadium with you My brown eyed girl You my brown eyed girl Do you remember when We used to sing The power of radio Bad weather At the racetrack In the shower Oops, sorry All things that never actually happened But while listening, you pictured them all, didn't you? You see, radio uses theatre of the mind and has a one-to-one connection with every single person listening. So if you want to get your business message across, then there really is no more intimate, creative or cost-effective way than using local radio. Find out more information about advertising on Premier Radio now by going to premier-radio.co.uk and we won't send our fire-breathing, water-boiling, toaster-popping crowd over to see you. Yeah, and once again, that's not real. Local radio advertising. Try it today. I had... Absolutely no idea Van Morrison was Irish, but according to Google, he is, so that's why he's played. Fantastic song there. Van Morrison, brown-eyed girl, playing for you. And now, for your listening pleasure, my interview with Terry Clark Coyne. Yes, you're joined by me, Nathan Saxon, on Wrexham All Stars on Premier Radio, and I'm joined now by Terry Clark Coyne. Hello, Terry, how are you? How are you doing? Good to see you. Yeah, very well, very well. You can't see on the radio here, but Terry is uh, looks like he's in a to everyone. Yeah, looks like he's in a Doctor Who TARDIS at the moment, <laughs> yeah, exactly, don't you, Terry? Yeah. 
Um, so I'm going to let my listeners know a little bit about you. So you're an Irish musician um, and you're, you're mainly a flute and whistle player. Mm-hmm. Um, and you decided to start your own series recently, your videos called uh, Whistle Walks. Do you want to give us a little bit of background um, into yourself and into that uh, series you're doing? Yeah, yeah, I've been a lifelong Irish traditional musician, so uh, flute and whistles principally play other instruments as well. But brought up in an Irish family in Liverpool, um, you sort of get dipped in it and dragged along. You dance, you sing, and you play music. Um, and uh, but I was always a passionate walker. Um, we used to run a walking club in Liverpool uh, many years back, and about fourteen years ago, myself and my wife, we spent so much time in Wales uh, walking and. <laughs> go in the sea and canoeing and all types of stuff. We decided to move uh, from city centre Liverpool, um, lived in an apartment there, and came up to up to Gwynfin originally, so to a, one bit of a bit, to middle yeah, of nowhere. Bit of a difference. Um, yeah, so we're in Monero now with the last, um, well, good few years, and uh, walking every day, got a fantastic sheepdog and um, Dali, and off we go every single day. So um, once lockdown started, I went out to play a tune for St. Patrick's Day last year, on March yeah. the 17th, because obviously everything was cancelled. Um, and I just went up to the local Monero quarry and played a tune outdoor and posted it. And uh, a couple of hundred people all started to reply. I said, why don't you do some more? And uh, it went from there. About three days later, I did over eight straight weeks of every day producing yeah. videos with different Irish tunes. They're all, they're all traditional Irish tunes, but there's uh, followers from all over the world now. So thousands of people watch the videos are put up about once a week so yeah that's and the, you've that's yeah from. You, you've got a big follower on social media as well when i've been looking at your videos i mean i was just surprised to see just like i think one video got about ten thousand views on a video on there yeah. as well it's yeah it's, it's crazy it, it, it's grown from literally every continent and you got indian musicians um people from um even argentina uh so all the South America, Peru, Chile, they get in contact. And then there's lots of the Asian continent as well, from mm. Iran, um, Uzbekistan. Because, you know, traditional music is, every part of the world has a traditional music. And usually it it, um, it involves some traditional instruments that are sort of common, wind instruments, uh, you know, percussion instruments, string instruments. They look and sound different, but they've got the same basis and the same passion and heart yeah. from the local the local. Uh, traditional musicians so there's a lot of collaborations and um so you get people listening who who sort of understand what you're doing even though it's not their cultural music yeah so it's just of an interest to them as well and you've got a lovely backdrop on your whistle walks as well because wherever you go you you're right on the doorstep as well aren't you of all this scenery as well which go well in the video the car i just put my rucksack on my back with a few bits of camera kit (laughs) And off, <laughs> and off you go as well, yeah. Um, and you did mention earlier, so you're brought up in a, a Liverpool Irish family and you say the family was steeped in music as well. So mm-hmm. um, were, were your parents musicians or...? Yeah, yeah my dad was a, a, a you know well-known musician with the Liverpool Cayley Band who won sort of world championships back in the 60s. And uh, I joined them as a youngster, probably at 14. I was there uh, my first paid gigs with the band and um, I stayed with them for about 18 years but also in other sort of folk bands, uh, doing all the clubs and folk clubs and things back in the uh, sort of 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, mid-90s, I was able then to... Um, I was playing with my brother, uh, a piper, Mick, and Eamon, my uh, other brother, fiddle player. So uh, they went off to play uh, other parts of the world. So I 
uh, decided I go off um, playing all over Europe as well. Uh, Why not? Lineups. So it's it's great. It's it's a lovely tradition to be in, and you get well treated um, all over the world. Actually, it's 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 a, it's a great music to be involved in because um, yeah. people sort of enjoy Irish music where, wherever you are. Yeah, and we're going to get a little bit into it about in a minute with your, your touring of Europe as well. As But um, before we do, we're just going to play your first song, which is um, Netty Dances. Do you want to give us a little bit of background into that song and the history of it? Sure, yeah. It's um, it's sort of three pieces of music. One, one is um, the opening tune is, is played. A lot, a lot of my whistle walks, um, I decided to get in contact with some of the world's best musicians in, in traditional Irish music. I'm fortunate enough to have... Um, you know, come across lots of great musicians at festivals and, and, and a lot of them are personal friends. And uh, so the first one's joined by Michael McGoldrick, who's one of the superstars of um, of traditional music across the world. And then, net, so a tune is called The Bird in the Bush. I then go into something called Netty Dances, which is the name of a piece of music I wrote on the 29th of March for my wife, because it was her birthday. Couldn't sort of get anything. I was going to go out the shops and everywhere closed. Yeah. And um, so I composed her a tune. Um, she came in and actually started dancing away while I was composing it. So Is her name Annette? Her name's Annette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dances. And then I follow that with um, a, a world-class harmonica player called Will Pound. And he, I think he comes in and, uh, at the end on harmonica. So I think it's, if that's a track I've sent, I hope I have. It's well. got uh, sort of two flutes and then me on my own in the middle. And then it, it comes in with a harmonica. Yeah, I have listened to it and that does sound Nettie about dances. right. But uh, here we go on Premier Radio. This is Teddy Clark Coin and Nettie Dances.
that was Terry Clark Coyne with Nettie Dances. Absolutely fantastic composition there, Terry. Um, and that's for you. For your wife, Annette, we'll give her a shout out. Um, hope you were dancing to that, Annette. And uh, <laughs> um, so we're going to t- you touched on it earlier, but obviously you did mention that um, you, when you became a soloist. Well, you, you mentioned as a soloist and as a member of a few bands. Uh, you did a couple of tours a year up in and beyond as well. Do you want to give us um, a bit of background into that? Yeah, I, I was a. Um, I've sort of been semi-pro all my life from age fourteen, as I said, and. Um, you know, sort of joining music with my dad and all the, all his friends, and then uh, I, my brothers went off to um, tour Germany, and I was sixteen, and I ended up getting an apprenticeship, and I was gutted because I was going to go with them, and uh, my mum wouldn't let me go because I had an apprenticeship, <laughs> you had a proper job, not a musician like your dad, and uh, I I sort of went through that apprenticeship, and it ended up I went into teaching, so I ended up being a design teacher for quite a few years. And then doing tours in the holidays and playing with groups across, you know, mainly the UK and in the tours off to Europe. And then I decided I'd pack in the teaching job, got to about 1999. So I spent quite a few years then in several groups and sometimes just solo. And it's a, a mad, mad world out there. And you take loads of work that you probably wouldn't have even thought of. So I've even, yeah. I've been a dance instructor on a an, an, an Austrian dance festival. I'd love to see that, Terry. Well, I, you know, I, I do dance and I, and I can teach sort of Kaylee and all that type of stuff. So, um, so that's one of the weirdest gigs, you know. So I'm, I'm there playing across festivals, and next thing I'm dropping in, and people are going, "But you're a musician. What are you doing teaching dance?" Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, so strange things happen. But you, yeah. as a pro musician, you, you do all types of different work. And uh, what's so what's th- the biggest the arts? All know that. Yeah. Yeah, and what's the biggest audience you've played to? When you've the biggest audience I played solo to is just over twenty thousand, and that was quite an emotive one. Um, I got asked by the the, the mayor of Liverpool um, to write a piece for the Hillsborough Vigil, um, uh-huh. which is twenty twelve when they came out with the um, the documents saying that no one was to uh, to blame from the Liverpool side, the Liverpool fan side, and uh, they were all exonerated, and there was a a huge um, do outside St George's Hall in Liverpool. Um, so I, I, I was asked to uh, play a piece of music. So I played that solo. Um, you know, it's a very ethereal, slow piece, obviously. Mm. But there were 20,000 people there that day. And, you know, to, wow. uh, to, to have that, you know, the whole team, past and present, all the dignitaries, the mayor, the, all of the families um, of the bereaved were there. And it was a yeah, it was a very very special, significant yeah. part of part and, of my life. And with you being a Liverpool lad as well, I imagine and that was very emotional for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was the hardest thing, and the most it's the most heartfelt I've ever played. Meaning, you know, it really meant something. It was at the root of me, so yeah. the core of me. So um, yeah, that was a big one. I've had some fantastic opportunities. I mean, you know, way too many to to go into in, in this program, but. I've been very blessed, and um, I thank everyone for giving me opportunities. And uh, for people in the arts at the moment, you know, they're few and far between. So Mate, the likes yeah. of the Whistle Walks is, is giving me a lease of life, to be honest. It's uh, it's getting me out. It's got me playing music. It's got me composing. It's got me uh, yeah. a new album nearly uh, due out. So. And, and I imagine that sort of gets you through 
lockdown as well with lockdown being as tough as it has been that's something to focus on and yeah absolutely uh, well you know i've never done video editing so i spent uh i reckon i spent 200 hours in the beginning of march i literally spent nearly the whole march um as i was making videos learning uh the final cut pro and uh, yeah. you know so i don't like putting stuff out that i you know isn't of a decent quality because I've been lucky enough to be involved in decent quality most of my life or all of my life. Um, so I want, I wanted to learn some new skills. And so I dove into that and I've got my own uh, little studio on my music software. So I can produce quality things, I hope. And, uh, you know, if you want to ask other world-class musicians to come and join you and be in video with you, they don't want it to be some cheap shoddy thing they, they no they yeah. trust you because they're sending you videos and, and i edit it all and yeah and they trust me so yeah uh, yeah so it's really really has given me a, a, a lease of life to be honest to get me through yeah and it's give you a lot of time to compose as well like you said Absolutely. and um you got an album coming shortly maybe yeah, yeah um it's in um mixing stage now uh remastered hopefully within the next three to four weeks uh, which means the, you know the finish finish and then <laughs> yeah. it'll be, be pressed and launched i'm hoping to um if not for physical sale it'll, it'll certainly be um advised to pre-order for march the 17th which is uh, obviously saint patrick's day and exactly a year since my first whistle walks post the first time yeah. i thought of the idea that'd be a hell of a milestone wouldn't it if you yeah, get that yeah, done it'll be, it'll be uh, you know it, it's something I've wanted to do. I had a, a solo album in 2000, so it's the last solo offering. Although, yeah, you know, I'm very lucky that a lot of the people who've joined me on the Whistle Walks videos have uh, agreed to be on the album, um, as you heard on the track there. And they, uh, they've they gone in and recorded them in the studio just, you know, when, when they've been able to get out of the lockdown yeah, yeah. i was very fortunate which is why there's no there's no very recent stuff because people are, are trapped in even uh, you know even they wanted to join they couldn't because they can't get in to get a good studio recording of it yeah so um yeah i'm very grateful to all of them too um and, and you've recently um well recently i think was it december i might be wrong there but there was, was. a video with colin farrell <laughs> yeah and uh, not the actor <laughs> no no <laughs> not <stuck in> a <laughs> no uh, do you want to give us a bit of insight into that video and uh, what it was all about? Sure, yeah. Colin was um, Colin is a uh, multi instrumentalist he's a fiddle player and whistle player, and he's with the world-famous band called Lunasa. Now, um, Colin decided last year that he would compose a brand-new Irish-style tune every day of 2020. Now, for someone who's written quite a few tunes this year, writing one every single day and posting yeah. it as a video, that, and then sometimes with three or four, sending it to three or four people, and sometimes maybe five people, um, and then you all send your videos back, and like I do, he had he edits it and then posts it. So he did. I would think it was three hundred and sixty um three or 364 i was so right at the end of his whole project he asked me to come in and then i actually don't know whether you've seen the uh the final one was because it's a, a leap year there's 366 this year so the the final one um got as many people who've joined him throughout the whole of the year in in sort of collaborations so we had a window with about uh, 50 odd musicians and we yeah, all played I've seen that, yeah yeah so that that was great and um you know fair play to colin he's, he's a fantastic lad as well lives over in yeah, orlando in the us and uh, so you know without my whistle walks idea 
these collaborations, they just wouldn't have happened. So, uh, you know, just pursuing your passion and sticking with it. And it's, I, I do it for the love of it. I mean, I love what I do. I love playing. I love composing. I love entertaining. But I hope people take something from it. But the reason for doing it, I just want to give the music to, to people. Say, if you like this, great. If it's not for you, fine. Yeah. And that's the beauty of how you do it with your social media videos. You can either choose to watch it or not watch it. But, I mean, there's a lot of people choosing to watch it as well. So you're, you're doing a good I'm job. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really lucky and, um, you know, it spares me on it to, to what was, it's created a sort of uh, a new part of my life, which um, I was able to uh, actually produce a documentary about my life in Liverpool growing up with the people, the places um, and the events like the, um, you know, the Hillsborough Vigil. Yeah. Um, and I, I produced a 20 minute documentary, which was on the Liverpool Irish Festival online um, in October. So I... 20 minute documentary just about myself and i went and recorded all over liverpool in special places uh that, I bet that was fun me and it was absolutely brilliant and uh, had a big q a for an hour afterwards and you know these things just don't happen unless you you put, it put out yourself things. out there do, do you fancy watching listening um i'm yeah. prepared to put the time and energy yeah. into it you know it's our art it's our passion so hopefully and- people still want it where um, can my listeners, if they wanted to watch your videos, stream your music or anything Teddy Clark Coin, uh, how can they follow you? Where are your videos? Well, it's almost like everything Teddy Clark Coin. Every, all the videos are on <laughs> their website, terryclarkcoin.com. Um, if they type Whistlewalk or Terry Clark Coin in any search, um, I'll be up the top there in the first page. Um, and they can just click any of them. Facebook, again, my name. Um so if they just if you just want to put Teddy Clark on, they'll, they'll find <laughs> they'll find you on, on some medium. We've got me on YouTube channel, Teddy Clark on. So, um, and everything is everything is there. Plus some stuff from you know previous acts. I, I do a lot of work with um, a guy who's my you know co-producer, well, one of my best friends, uh, Philip Mazor. He's a Belgian guitarist, but he's also got his own studio in over there. So, um, I've got a lot of duo work with him. So there's some videos on, on there as well. But if they put Teddy Clark coin into anything, they're going to find you. They're going to find you, yeah. It's no unusual <laughs> name, so there's not a lot of us out there. <laughs> um, and what, what I'd like to do now, so obviously, uh, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me today as well. You can tell us, yeah. No, no problem at all. Um, we're going to play your final song now, but what I'd like you to do, if you could, is introduce it for me. Uh, you're listening to Wrexham All Stars on Premier Radio, and I'm going to introduce you to my last piece, which is called trim the velvet now this is a beautiful piece which is played on a b flat flute which is a huge long wooden flute about a meter long quite an unusual sound and i'm joined by my longtime collaborator and friend philip mazur on bazooki and guitar and a special guest natalie hass who's a professor of music over in boston university and she's a great cellist and she adds some oomph to this track Hope you enjoy.
interview there with Teddy Clark Coin um, playing us out was his song Trim the Velvet. Absolutely lovely chap Teddy was, so thanks very much for agreeing to be interviewed by me. Hope you enjoyed uh, listening to yourself back <laughs> and your songs playing on Wrexham's only community station, Premier Radio. Don't forget we've still got What Gets On Your Thruppany Bits to come up couple of corkers for you this week as always and it wouldn't be an Irish theme show if I didn't play the cause so it's a uh, runaway the cause on Premier Radio
time of the show now where we read out what's been getting on your thruppity bits and the first one is from Jordan Knott who is my auntie over the pond in North Carolina in America I know her and my uncle Ian listen every week so thank you for that and I know also a big shout out over there if you are listening to Susan Sink Bryan who is their mother and Brooke, if she's listening, and Mau Mau. Yes, you heard it. 
Mau Mau, that's what we call the grandma over in America. <laughs> uh, what's been getting on Jordan's thruppany bits is when people don't speak up when something's wrong. Just say what's bothering you so it can be dealt with head on and we can all move on. Yeah, she seems quite annoyed when she wrote that as well. <laughs> I don't know who's upset her, but you better watch out. <laughs> and then we've got Jasmine from Rose. She's given me two. The first one, quite simple, men. So she's obviously having trouble. <laughs> and uh, the fact that McDonald's apparently don't sell what she calls them snack wraps anymore. Uh, it's actually broke her heart. Yeah, feel for you, Jazz. Um, sorry about that. I can't really do much about that, Jazz. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to get over it. My good friend and fellow DJ Adam Clutton has said um, his wife wanting to be right every time. Well, let's be honest, Adam. She is probably right most of the time, mate. So you're just going to have to deal with that one. <laughs> and finally, I'm going to give you what's been getting on my thruppity bits. My kids constantly on TikTok are requesting more time because we've got a parental lock constantly asking for an extra 15 minutes on their phone so if you're listening girls a bit less of the TikTok if you don't mind a classic Irish song now for you Whiskey in a Jar but by Finn Lizzie.
Community champion at Morrison's Brexton. At Morrison's, we aim to provide exceptional community service and help out wherever possible. Since March, we have donated £10 million in food and we have delivered it into the local community. We also offer a shopping service doorstep aimed at old, elderly and vulnerable people. People can call our customer service number 0345 611 611 and talk to an operator. This way they can order their shopping on the phone and get it delivered next day to the doorstep. Morrison's, at the heart of the community. Thin Lizzie there, with whiskey in the jar. And we come to the end of the hour yet again, but uh, fear not, because I will be back on your airwaves again tomorrow with Adam Clutton for the ultimate takeover. That's at 6 p.m. I'm also back for DJ Sax's uh, Big Bangers on Wednesday, which is at 7 p.m. after Paul G's show. So please um, listen to Paul G. Fantastic show he does. Does it a couple of days a week. Keep in touch with him on Facebook um, through our uh, Facebook page, Premier Radio. And coming next for you on Premier Radio is my friend Adam Clutton with his show The Big Cheese. But I'm going to leave you now with a classic um, Irish song, which is The Irish Rover. Stay safe, everyone. On the 4th of July, 1806, we set sail from the sweet cove of Cork. We were sailing away with a cargo of bricks for the Grand City Hall in New York. A wonderful craft, she was rigged for the lap. And oh, how.
Sort of best lawyer rights We had two million barrels of stone We had three sides of our blind horses' eyes We had four million barrels of bones We had five million hogs Six million ducks Seven million barrels of parts We had eight million barrels of old nanny ghost tiles And a whole of the Irish Rover There was hell who played hard on his flute when the ladies lined up for the set. He would toot with skill for each sparkling quadrille till the dancers were fluter and bet. With his smart, witty talk, he was cock of the walk and he rolled the dame under and over. They all knew how to dance when he took up his stance and he sailed in the aisle. Premier Radio.